Hello, everyone, and welcome to the RC Plane Lab podcast. I'm Ron. I'm Tom. Today, we're sitting down with a friend of ours, Bob Ferry. Uh, Tommy, you and I have both known Bob for a few years now, Mm -hmm. uh, and he has gotten really big into this hobby. Yeah. Uh, Even though he's a fairly a, a newcomer to it, I guess, compared... Well, I mean, he's been in 10 years at least now, right? Uh, since you were at Hobby over on yeah, 10th that's Street. that's been at least 10 years ago. Has so. it been that long? Yeah. Well, I'm so, sorry. I'm wrong about that. Bob, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll kind of get into how you how you started. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a general contractor, and uh, I've been wanting to fly for, you know, I went to the Hobby Shop, going to buy my grandson a train, and I seen the airplane hanging up there, and I was like, <laughs> man, that that's what I want to do. And I had one of the guys that uh, that flies. He come in. He's like, "Well, if you don't buy it, I'm gonna." <laughs> and that's where it started. So that's at. how it started. So, general contractor here here in the uh, central Illinois where we live. Um, wife, kids, anything yeah, like that. Wife, three kids. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Any of the kids uh, enjoying the hobby? Uh, no, they no. got their own thing going on. Got there. a grandson that was in it for yeah. a while though. Yeah, that that was yeah. I got a grandson, and that was something I was able to do quite a bit. Cool. And. Until he got a girlfriend. Sweet. Well, Bob, thanks for thanks for joining us. Welcome to the show. <laughs> until he got um, a girlfriend, by the way, if well, you caught I mean, that. That's, you know, it happens. It happens. Uh, he'll happens come back when he gets bored actually. with it. He will, so, hopefully, you know, yeah. a few years, you know, when he gets bored with girls. If he gets bored well, with girls, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, bored, but, you know, there's more time. Maybe he'll get married and then he'll never be in the hobby. Mm-hmm. And then maybe he'll come back to the hobby. You or know, he'll get married and regret it and come back to the hobby and do nothing. Anyway. Right. So, excuse me. You doing okay? I'm great. All right. <clears throat> so, I guess how long ago did you get in? Because I, I guess I'm off on my time frame. I yeah, thought you, you were like a few years after I did. Um, like, what year? Do you have any idea when you started? You know, it was it was about 2000. If if I'm guessing correctly, it would have been 2000 late 2012 because it was fall, right? When when you came in looking for trains. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was either late 2012 or early. 13. It could have been like spring. I, I, it's been such a long time ago. I don't remember exactly. Well, so that, okay. So you're like six months behind me is mm-hmm. all then. Yeah. Because I started Father's Day in 2012. Right. So Yeah. Okay. Well. Yep. Yeah. Bob there was we go. a, Bob was a, was a very loyal customer of ours at the, <laughs> at the shop there when we were doing that. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, there's been no, no slowing him down since. <laughs> yeah. So he, <laughs> Okay, when we talked to Reggie last time, we kind of talked about that being all-encompassing of, of his life, this mm-hmm. hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob takes that to another level. So, Well, but here's the thing. Okay. So I'm going to come to Bob's defense here. No, there, it's a good thing when no, I no, say no. takes what, it to well, another I mean, level. You know, some people out there may, you know, may think differently, but Bob flies. Like, when the weather's good, Bob is flying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he, he takes I, every opportunity, and I wish I had the time to do that. I was that. not saying it in a negative okay. way. You know, when I first started flying, I would get up every morning, 5.30. I would be out the field before I went to work, but no one was there, mm-hmm. and I'd practice every day until I got good enough to be out there with everybody. Well, See, you're probably better yeah. at flying than I am, honestly, because uh, I've gotten uh, so rusty. I don't, pretty good. I don't do much, like, yeah. well, especially compared to Bob. Well, I don't know. I, I think I think a, a, a lot of it is just being calm and focused and don't get, you know, when something doesn't look right, don't get excited. Just stay calm, and usually it works out for the better. Yeah. And, and Oh, you even, mean if something's wrong, you don't fly as opposed to trying to fly? <laughs> I and think then that's what he's out? trying to say, yeah. yeah. Wow, if only somebody else would take that. You know. And let me tell you, Bob is religious about that, too. If it's not right, Bob will not fly yeah. it. 
And yeah. I commend him for that because yeah. so many of us, oh, it'll probably be okay. And some of <laughs> us more than others. It's good enough. We know who I'm talking about. Reggie. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. He's not here to defend himself. We can say whatever we want to. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry, Reggie. <laughs> so, okay. So about the same time as I, I have been in the hobby, I guess, minus six months, um, you your purchases per day of airplanes has <laughs> completely... Well, I mean, outpaced mine by many per- purchases per day. Well, it could be like 0.02 per day. I mean, you know, and well, then it takes true. that long to get could. to one. Yeah. But anyway, so what everybody wants to know is, Bob, what's your number? Well, I <laughs> I tried to count them. I, I believe it. I'm at 107. Hun- That's 107. Awesome. So when you go to Bob's house, you, I mean, you can't help but to be overwhelmed and just in pure well, awe and joy of what you were seeing. Well, not the whole house. Okay. His storage area. Okay, is, there. is that what you're yeah. trying to yeah, get I, to? Like I've, I've been to Bob's house yeah. quite a few times and it's not like, like you can, like you would imagine, like it's not just airplanes when you walk in, but he does a very good job of keeping them contained in their rooms where yes. they, where they stay. Like if, if he keeps the doors closed to those rooms, you wouldn't even know he was in the hobby. That honestly. Is true. Yeah. But 107. Not, yeah. yeah. It's awesome. It's it's an addiction. It's it's like you you know yeah. I've got to have that one. I want this one. You know it's <laughs> they all yeah, when speak you see to you one, differently. Yeah, when you see one you like, you you just mm-hmm. like it. You can't. Sometimes you can't quantify it. You can't mm-hmm. say what it is about it, but there's just something. It's like I want it and I like it and I shall own it. Yeah. Well, let's put it like this. I I tried to sell some, but it doesn't work for me. I I break your heart when when well, I took three of them to a swap meet and I came back with five. <laughs> so, yeah. did you come back with the three that you yes. went there with plus uh-huh. two more? Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I assumed I told, he got rid of I the three, that. and then I mm-hmm. totally get that. I was watching. I was looking at Facebook the other day, and I think you might have pointed me in the direction. But it was a it was a picture from the Decatur swap meet many years ago, and I had that. Was it a katana or whatever mm-hmm. that was? The one the I one, crashed. The one you crashed. Yeah, and I did the same thing. I took it to the swap meet and. Brought it right back home, and then eventually, you know, Ron ended up with it, but and crashed it. I, I know the I know the feeling. I, you, you get attached to them, mm-hmm. you know, and some of them are easier to let go than than others. And some of them you're forced to let go. Well, but sometimes it, it happens. It, it does so, occasionally. Of those 107 airplanes, how many of them are ready to go fly? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I would say probably at least 90, 95. <laughs> that is awesome. Like is- and. And Bob, you're so, you're kind of the type to where you don't you don't like having projects laying around. You like to have your stuff ready to go. And yes, and kind of like me, you like to for it to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I've I've built racks in these rooms for these planes, and I had one of the guys at the field was like, "Well, do you cover them up before you go to bed?" Uh, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "They're your babies." Yeah. <laughs> That's he does. Awesome. He doesn't do that, by the way. I, no. I can. I can no. assure you. Don't, you don't you, he tuck everyone in. He doesn't tuck them in at night, but uh, he takes very good care of them, and he likes to for them to look a certain. Yes. Likes for them to look nice. He doesn't like projects having you know laying around. So yeah. I totally get that. Ninety ready to go at any given time. Mm-hmm. I mean, out of one hundred and seven, that's a pretty high percentage. That's it's math. Like but, 
Yeah. 90 some percent <laughs> almost, I guess a little under. Anyway, so Bob was kind enough to give us a list of yes, his he did. airplanes. And um, I will do my best to not miss any of the 107 that are on yeah. here. Um, but, uh, and Bob, Bob told me that some of these, like there may not be 107 names on there because he has duplicates of some of them. He mm-hmm. has which to quadruplicates me, of Which to me <laughs> makes sense because we've talked about, we, we, we hit this subject over and over, you know, the, the manufacturers will make something and, and then they'll stop making it. And if it happens to be something that you really liked, why not, if you can, if you have the means, buy multiples of that in case something terrible mm-hmm. happens down the road, you've got a backup. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I totally get it. And uh, so I'm going to start. Uh, so first we have his 30cc SBOC, uh, nice airplane. Uh, we've got the uh, AeroWorks Extra 30, uh, 50cc. Yeah, and that's another thing. Yeah, I was, I was I, yeah. A lot of Bob's airplanes are are big. Yeah, they're not like awesome. 40 size trainers yeah. or anything. He does not have a lot of electric foamies, which I love, by the way. <laughs> he's, uh, a, he's a big balsa guy. Yeah, and most of his stuff, I would say probably... I don't know, conservatively 70% of your stuff either has a gas or a nitro motor. Uh-huh. Yeah, which I love that also, Ron. No. <laughs> so I'm uh, fine with a gas. A 50cc DLE, uh, 55cc DLE uh, sitting on an extra, a card, an extra 300. He also has an extra 300L with 100cc on uh-huh. it, which that is a, oh, I love that <laughs> airplane. That's the black, red, and silver one, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, you would like that one, Ron. Those I, are your but colors. But I would, those are my colors. All right, moving on. We got the 50cc Cardinac, the purple, yellow, and white one, like mine. Well, that's. I was going to say, hold on. What? Yeah. Uh, We've got quite a few. I'm not going to go through all of them. Quite a few P51s. Yes. Uh, He likes the (laughs) P51s. Uh, the Seagull Sea Fury, which uh, he told me needs a new home. So if anybody out there is looking for a Sea Fury, (laughs) that's one that Bob probably wouldn't mind letting go. Uh, We got the. Oh, this is one of my favorite of all of your planes. That big. The big Pitts Challenger. Oh, yeah. The big mm. one with the 150 on it. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to see that thing in the air. What motor is that? Is that a it's DA? A DA yeah, 150. Yeah, it's got the DA 150 on it. Yeah. That's Man. a great motor, And that's too. the one we ran, right? We yes. ran it mm-hmm. at the at yeah. the club event that one yep. day. You and I were on. Yeah, yeah, it took three of us to hold it back. Too. Yeah. It was, uh, so then you've got an 80cc version of that, mm-hmm. uh, kind of that air, same airplane, yeah, Pitts Challenger. Got, and you got that, the 3W in it. Yep, 3W80. And the, the big 150cc one, too, is, is covered in that Aura cover, or yeah. Oratex. Oratex, yeah. And that is gorgeous. It's beautiful. Yeah, they, were it's scratch, beautiful they were scratch built by the same guy. Really? Yes. Oh, no kidding. Yes. So he had a... Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did tell yeah. me that. A full, well, full size, a big one, and then like a model of the same one then? Like, is it... Do they match? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much the same They're pretty close, quality. Yeah. Same oh, yeah, covering? The same or? build. Yeah, same covering. Really? Yes. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think beautiful. I realized that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And that one's got the, his smaller one's got the 3W80 uh, on it, which is a really good running engine too. Uh, let's see. We've got two uh, 50cc pits uh, with DAs on them. Uh, and then some recent acquisitions, you've got uh, the, I think those are Great Plains pits, right? The, yes. Uh, yeah. Yep. So nice. <laughs> Uh, he's got the monster pits, which is actually the Goldberg, the old Goldberg. Yes. I think it was an R, the blue and uh, yellow one. No, I'm sorry. Hold on. That's gonna... does, does this hurt at all? Because you have wanted the pits for so long, and I have heard like just back to back yeah, to yeah, back I to know. back to back, five of them, right? Yeah, and there's more coming. Oh, sorry. Five <laughs> pits so far. Is that? No, it doesn't hurt. How does, how I'm does glad it, he how does has that them. Make, how does that make you feel? I'm glad he has them. Okay. I'm not, I'm not like jealous. Well, maybe a little. <laughs> 
That's a lot. Uh, so yeah, the Goldberg uh, Monster uh, Pits. That's got a 35 RA in it. And I'm here to tell you that thing is a rocket. It's I fast, love that yeah. thing. Uh, a Super Steerman also with a 35 RA in it. We got a 40. Uh, 40 size seaplane. Oh, yeah, the linear, mm-hmm. uh, not a linear, that's an ace uh, Seamaster, I think, right? Yes. The yellow one. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a good looking airplane. All right, and then we've got the, oh, yeah, we've got the uh, the Cap 580. We call it the Splat that's Plane. Splat Plane. Uh-huh. Um, but it's the big one. It's the yes. big third scale one from yep. uh, Great Plains. That's got a 100cc DA on it. Mm-hmm. Also a fantastic flying airplane. Yes. I've flown that one, and that one flies awesome. Seagull Ultimate with the DLE 20. Yep. We got the uh, Seagull Spitfire with the 20. Uh, is that a DLE probably? Uh-huh. 20 CC. Yep. Uh, and then, okay, so we've got the the Profile Foamy, one of the rare Foamies in his collection. Uh, this is, a, I think it's called foamy. the Flame EPP or something like that. Uh-huh. It's a little 3D Foamy airplane. Uh, he has a Precision Aerobatics Addiction. That's uh, a pretty remember, good flying. Ball, that that's one. a Balsa one. Uh-huh. So credit for that. Uh, he's got four. Of these, I think they're called Taft Jets or Taft uh-huh. Avionics or Taft something. It's a foam um, 90 millimeter ducted fan uh, T-tail with retractable gear. He's got four of them. Four of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They actually <laughs> look like they'll fly pretty good. Yeah. I, I've repaired one of them, but I, we haven't seen one fly yet. But we'll change that this summer maybe. Uh, Mini Ultra Stick, uh, Dave Patrick Ultimate. That's a beautiful airplane. I was with you when you bought that one. Uh, two world models, 40 size ultimates. That's one of them you just recently repaired. Yes. Uh, and those look really, really nice. Uh, soup. Well, now I'm, you, just, I'm just listening. I'm like, gosh. Now, if you say the repair, I, I I bought it like that, and I repaired. Oh, it was right, right. The, yeah, what? I, yeah, I don't want anyone to un- misunderstand. It was repaired because he acquired it in a condition. unrepaired state. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But he did a he he showed us the repair here before the show. It looks like new. Yeah, Can't sure tell. does. Uh, Super Steerman, um, Super Steerman. Oh, that's the big Super Steerman. Yeah, that's yeah. got the, uh, <laughs> that hasn't been flown yet. Right. Yep, yep, yep. All right, we got a P-40 here with the DLE-55. Which one's that? Is that the... The Warhawk. Right, but is that the Hangar 9 one? Uh, yeah. Yep, the P-40. Yeah. Those are rare, actually. Uh, P-47, uh, yeah. Thunderbolt with a 35 yeah. on it. By the way, the Warhawk, I have two of them, Tom. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course you do. One one not in the box and one oh, and in one the box. New one, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, Dave Patrick Ultimate, I think we, I think that one was on here twice. It's probably a different one. No, I think you've only no, got one yes, of those. Yes, yeah. one of those. Okay, so, and that's a pretty airplane too. Got that one in really good shape. Uh, two QQ Extras, uh, that's the, the Foamies, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, Okay. Uh, then you have a Mamba, the electric one, right? Because mm-hmm. don't they, they the, do? I was going to say, that's the one that he takes off in the span of how long the plane is. Oh, the is. green and white one. Is that yeah. the green and white one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that thing is... Uh, takes off from the tables. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> It's got a, a little power to weight ratio mm-hmm. is pretty amazing. But that's stock, actually, isn't it? Yes. Don't they, they come with yeah. that motor in yeah. them. So. But they, they do a, a big, like a 120cc version of that airplane, mm-hmm. too, don't they? Surprised one of those isn't on the list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he hasn't come across it yet. I'm uh, sure. Here's another pit. So UMX one, uh, UMX P51 brushless Mustang. Uh, we've got a micro EDF F86. That's probably the UMX two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Park Zone P51. Uh, the Grasshopper, which mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. likes that one. Yep. Uh, we have a Profile S Bach. Uh, that's got an OS120 on it. We got to figure that one out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Butterfly. The 10 yeah. or 15 glow, that's the glider. That's that, the one you that, started with. Yeah, that's that's the first glow that Tommy helped me get straightened out. That You still have your first plane? Yes. 
That's awesome. Isn't that awesome? I cannot say that. I can't either. I don't have my first two. I Yeah, I don't have my first, I don't know how many, but <laughs> um, the fact that you still have that airplane actually kind of hits me right yeah, here. That, that was my first glow. He's I still have my heart. first electric as well, the the Corsair that I bought from oh, uh, Venture Corsair. Hobbies. That's right. Was That's that right. I thought E-flight? you... I thought you started with the uh, with the Cub like he did, but no, no it was that Corsair. It was a yeah. Corsair. And you still have that one. Yes, That's I do. Amazing. And, and also another guy that, that uh, was a member of the club, uh, Bob Brad, uh, Bradford, mm-hmm. uh, his grandson, I worked with him. And uh, when Bob passed, he had a couple of planes, the Addiction, which is on there, mm-hmm. and the T-28. I still have those as well. Those are my first electrics. Awesome. That's like I'm impressed with your memory of remembering – where these came from yeah. and all that stuff. Cause that I have, well, it's easy to remember when you still have them. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That look you just gave me, <laughs> that's impressively like, wow. Judgy. Mm-hmm. You could give me the same look cause I don't have my first one either. All right. It's a big list moving on. <laughs> uh, so the butterfly. Okay. So we got a sop with pup. Oh, that's the, uh, yeah, that, that's a really pretty airplane. Yes. I can't wait to see that one fly too. Uh, that's that one. Yeah. Uh, E-flight pits S 15. S15. E-Flight. Oh, Pitts S1. Yeah. Uh, the E-Flight Super Steerman, the E-Flight P51 with a three cell. That's the the bigger of the of the E-Flight ones, I think. I also have the, the triplane. I don't think it's on there. <laughs> okay. All right. The, Which the, triplane is that? It's the one I'm, I, it's a. Uh, is that a. Is it, has it got a gas on it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's a Balsa USA triplane. Yeah. It's a big plane. One. It's yeah. a pretty good size. It is a big one, but Balsa USA makes a huge one too. So I think, um, but yeah, nice. Would that be like quarter scale or something? Or it's probably probably twenty five percent, or maybe may not be a quite a thirty percent, but it's not small. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got two Pulse XTs, twenty five E's. One of those new in the box, probably. Yes. Yep. Uh, Convergence uh, FPV. Oh, that's one of those ones you fly with the uh-huh. goggles. Yep. Uh, P47, another uh, electric P47. There's the T28. Edge 540 with the Sato 100. Mm-hmm. That's a good flying airplane, too. Revolver with a 91. Yeah. Oh, I bet that thing moves. It is very fast. <laughs> uh, Twist with a 100 on it. Yep. I had one of those briefly. Uh, Brian up at the shop has it now. Stinson Reliant. Uh, we have a, another seaplane. Which seaplane? Is it no, a- it's the seaplane. I, I might have stuck that on there. I... You might have already mentioned that I had a. Oh, quite no, a, you're right. Yep, this is the first issue of the seaplane. The other one was an Escapade, forty yeah, size Escapade. Okay, okay, there we go, with a forty <laughs> size nitro motor on it, Ron. Two Ultimates with the OS four strokes on them, and the world model. Yep. Okay, yep, uh, a Profile ten with a three foot wing. That's the little bitty plane, the real small. Oh, that yellow one. Yes. I remember that one. We it, did some tuning hand, on that one it's too. It's a handful, man. <laughs> oh, you've flown it? Yes. Yes. That's sweet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, E-Flight Optera. We were talking about that uh, mm-hmm. before the show. Seagull Ultimate in the box. Nice. Yeah. Two extra 300 Cardins in the box. That's the green and white one, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. Those are really good flying airplanes too. The Hangar 9 35cc sized Beaver. Hangar 9 Valiant which that one moves out pretty yes. good too, as I yep. recall. And then you've got a Sig something extra. We're getting there, I promise, folks. We're almost there. <laughs> uh, Sig something extra. We have the uh, Giles Monster Energy, which actually I built that from a Midwest Giles 202 kit way back in the day. 
Uh, originally, I built that with a Sato 180, and you took the 180 off. Oh, uh, no, Jason. The previous owner, yeah. yeah. And then you put a 20cc on it, and it made it much better flyer. Uh, here's another Mamba, another Giles with a 210 Moki on it. Yep, the orange glow with an OS 46. It's, yeah, it's it's just a, it's a low-wing one that I'd picked up. I don't even know who is, just one that I'd picked up from one of the yeah, guys. Yeah, I think I know. It, it looks kind of like a Goldberg Tiger for, yes. for anybody who's familiar with that. Uh, it's a low-wing sport plane, good flying airplane. And then a high-wing 25 Glow uh, trainer-type airplane, mm-hmm. uh, Booker Jungmeister with a 20cc on it. Oh, that's the white and red one that yeah, uh, we I, put together for... He's got two of those. Yeah. Okay, sweet. <laughs> one in the box. <laughs> right on. Yeah. All right, and then we got a small cap with the OS-46. That's the other smaller version of the splat plane. Yes. Uh, and then we've got a micro P-51. Another one, uh, Cessna 182, the T28. This, this, is this the bigger T28? You have more than one of the T28s? Uh, I, I, I sold one. I sold, yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Uh, and then you've got the Segextra. I can't, I can never pronounce that. Segstra? Segstra, that's it. Yes. And then we've got an extra 260 with the 180 on it. Cardignac with the DLE 55. That's the uh, uh, one kind of like the one Ron has. I think we've got that one on there twice. Unless there's another Cardignac in there. No, oh, there yeah, is. There That's is. right. There's you do have two of them. them. <laughs> he does have two of them. Yeah. That's right. One with the DLE and one with the DA. Right. All right. <laughs> uh, the Hobby King Fidget, which I had to ask you about that because I wasn't quite uh-huh. familiar with that. But that's just a little small foamy. electric yep. foamy. Yep. Sport plane. Hangar 9 P51 with the 46. So that's the the one with the big Q on the tail. Uh, hotel maybe well i've got two of the big ones and i've got uh one's got the 120 golden knight on it mm-hmm. and one's got a os 46 on it cool uh v900 that's yes, the that's pylon a, racer thing yes. right yeah yep. so a little bit of everything here uh small t28 corsair there's your original corsair yes uh su29 and then uh the the Sukhoi. Sukhoi. yep and that pretty much rounds out the list now, on the T-28s, I, I had two of them on there. That's because I have one with a FPV camera on it. And That's you right. could put the goggles on it and get right into the cockpit of it when you fly it. So you do FPV then? Yeah. What? I've tried that, and Ron and I have talked about it. It makes yeah. me sick to my stomach. I can't I, do it. There's no way I can do it either. And that's unfortunate because I think it would be fun. It's really cool. Yeah. But yeah. What, yeah. Uh, so is it... What's it feel like to actually feel like you're in the cockpit yeah. when you're flying? It's, it's best to be sitting down when you're doing it. <laughs> now, the first <laughs> yeah. time I did it, and have a spotter watch watch you. Because right. uh, the first time I did it, I put a locator in well, it. By the AMA, you have to have a spotter. Yeah. That's so, true. But we took off out at the field. My grandson's sitting there. It's just him and I out there. And I got the goggles on, and I fly down, and I turn, I fly back. And, and the plane starts to roll, and I got the glasses on. I really kind of freaked me out. And then my grandson was like, Grandpa, I don't see it no more. And I'm thinking, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and I wound up flying behind myself, and uh, then I just let down on the throttle. But we took the locator finder, and I had to walk about three-quarters of a mile to find it. Oh, my God. Oh my. We, we found it. It, yeah. was, it, was, it was broke. We took some CA and kicker and put it back together, and it still goes. <laughs> You'll have to come out to the field and put those on and, and I, let somebody fly If it. somebody else flies, I can probably do it if, if I open my eyes for about two seconds at a time and then close them again. <laughs> I mean, no, honestly, it's, it's that, pretty I, cool. I, you I, can see yourself down on the ground 
uh, working the sticks. Yeah. Well, we've so Ron and I we we've, we've flown with our with our GoPros on the camera or on the airplanes, and that's that's not like FPV, obviously, but no, it's nothing like it. But like we, you know, with with those cameras, we can see ourselves after the fact. But like wearing the goggles, I like you've let me try to fly mm-hmm. one of your planes with the goggles, and it just I don't know, it makes me sick to my stomach. The vertigo or, or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. The, but. It's, yeah, it's the same with me. Even like with the. Uh, Oh, what the heck is it called? Drones? No, even with the with the VR, like oh. the VR headsets and stuff, yeah. I can't do that for more than five or ten minutes, and that's only if it's something not moving. When it's okay. when it starts moving in the game and stuff, I, I'm game over. Almost, <laughs> there you go. I like that. It's <laughs> almost instantaneous. Now, see, when I when I got into it, the uh, Tommy at when you work for a Hammer, mm-hmm. I bought my first little drone. You mm-hmm. flew it out the door, out into the. <laughs> out of the place and you flew it around and flew it back in and that's what made me want to get one mm-hmm. and my grandson and i i was like well okay i something we did a lot together because we went to the hobby shop and we did these drone races and mm-hmm. and uh kind of got used to it and then we we'd be in the house with these little drones flying he'd be in one room i'd be in the other and we'd be flying through the house mm-hmm. that's and cool yeah, it's pretty cool mm-hmm. so what like what size would that have been it's just a tiny it's uh that tiny whoop yeah. I don't remember what yeah, they were called. Yeah, I would like, rather not like everybody know that, by the way. What? <laughs> well, I, I, for as much as I talk down about drones, yeah, I used to I used to fly them occasionally. Well, but, I mean, I have, what, four of them, but, too? I mean, it's it's yeah. not like they're, it's not like they're the devil. They're okay, but they're just not what I think, we prefer. I think he was just selling it. He sold it. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Yeah, Look what I can it do. did. 107 airplanes later. Yeah. <laughs> that worked, see? Yeah, it kept him going for quite a while. Um, okay, so you have all these airplanes, mm-hmm. and you have them, like, everywhere in, in your house and stuff. Nope. Which, once again... They're not mean? everywhere. Like I said before, he oh has Oh, my gosh. Them. When I say everywhere, I mean when you look in the room. When you look in the airplane room, it is airplanes, yes. As I was saying... How do you decide which ones you want to fly oh, when that, you fly them? That's hard. That's really hard. Uh, it's you know, <laughs> it takes a while. It takes a while to figure out. You know, some of the bigger ones. You know, it depends on. I, I have the big one I have, and it takes somebody else to help me get it outside. Yeah. You know, and it's usually, you know, the biplanes are nice if the wings are attached. You know, and it's not a lot to do. I've got the forty size, which is really nice because the wings are on. Yeah, it's a good size. I can haul them right out to the, you know, put them in and gas them up and go. Yep. See, I, I hear but, your list, and you have a lot of biplanes. That is my problem with biplanes: yeah. is it's twice the wing that you have to deal with, store, and move. Yeah, but not some, if you keep them in one piece. Yeah, some of the wings actually are pretty easy. The mm-hmm. the the pitch challenger. I have the that is really simple. A lot of people's like, oh, biplanes, you know, it takes a long time to put them together. And the way the guy that built this, I mean, it it's pretty quick. They go together really well. Yeah. 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 If I remember he he built a um almost like a like a jig almost that holds the end of the wings yes. exactly where they need to be. So they just slide right onto the fuselage and you install mm-hmm. a couple of bolts and yes. you're off to the other side. It's it's really quick actually. Well, I mean, like even the the Super Sky Bolt you have that was mine, that wasn't too bad because the bottom wing goes on with mm-hmm. two wing bolts like a normal airplane, right? And then the top wing has two screws that hold it on to the the center center cabane cabane. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that's what it's called, but anyway. And then the the struts that go up and down are thumb screws, so that's easy to do. Yeah, that's but that's so still like I don't know. If I had a ton of those airplanes, I would expect to lose 
the struts. The I mean, just you know, it's just I more could, stuff. I could see that. But, by, the, by the way, my, uh, just about every one of my planes have wing bags. Yeah, because I'm really, <laughs> you know. Well, I guess I wouldn't lose them if I had wing bags. For right, now. right, yeah. and but that's true. When we put the pits together there at the warehouse, Tommy, that was really simple. I mean, mm-hmm. you would think. And clips the way that it was built. Yeah, that it yeah. went together really. Yeah, it's very really simple. Yeah, they like the manufacturers. They do they do the best they can to make it so that you want to fly the airplanes. So you yeah. buy more of their airplanes. Right. So they yeah they I don't think they're these days I don't think they're they're any more or less work than a regular old spacewalker. I tell you what you do you buy you, <laughs> you buy a said big it wrong. I almost did <laughs> you buy a big trailer you put the wings on at home put the plane in the trailer and you're good to go. That's the other thing. So Bob since he started in this has bought a huge trailer. What's what's the size on that it's one? It's a 20 foot. 20 foot. I think trailer. 20, maybe 22. I'm not sure. It's probably <laughs> at least 22 with the V-nose. Yeah. It's an enclosed. It's a nice trailer. It's enough to fit uh, a lot of airplanes. <laughs> it could probably fit about half of Bob's collection in it at uh, any given time. Maybe. No, I I got I've got the racks in there set to to adjust the wheel size so that way yeah you can, wow that's <laughs> like I said, he puts us to shame like yeah. I mean oh, for sure I, yeah. we, we sit here and we talk about this stuff and it's like well then there's Bob yeah <laughs> and Bob like I don't have anything to say because Bob just has outdone everything <laughs> he's got the trailer he's got the airplanes he's got everything he's got it all, he's got warehouses full <laughs> yeah. It's not mm-hmm. just in your house. I hope my wife don't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Bob. We say that often. <laughs> we do, actually. And my wife doesn't listen anymore, so we're good. Yeah, Lori listens once in a while. But well. I'm not sure if she catches every episode. That's, uh, that's so, okay. Bob, you mentioned, you know, what, what got you into the hobby. Um, you're welcome. Uh, do, you, <laughs> do you remember, like, obviously you remember like it was yesterday because you you have a really, really great memory. Um I vaguely remember flying hmm. that drone uh, periodically. And it's funny because that was indeed, you know, the idea of flying one of those around the shop for yeah. customers was to get them to buy them. Right. But if I had known you know, <laughs> what, what uh, you know, where, where it would have gone. Where the next decade yeah, was going. I, I probably would have tried to sell you something maybe a little nicer, <laughs> you know. Start <laughs> what your, does that mean? Well, but I mean, like, if I had known that that airplanes were going to be his primary, you know, uh, thing that, that really, you know, gets him going, mm-hmm. I would have tried to sell you an airplane, yeah. like, like the Cub that you started with, Ron. Yeah. You know that was a good saying? airplane to start with. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Like, that's what yeah. I would have tried. But, but like, I, re- I remember vaguely that... Um, like you said, you were looking kind of for trains, uh-huh. and I don't think it was. Well, I don't, it may have been that visit, but it seemed like you were really kind of not sure what you wanted. You just wanted something to play with with the grandson, I think, at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but had I known, I would have started you off with a cub for sure, or or something similar. So it's just it's just funny to me how we remember things. You know, like I remember things differently than you do, Ron, and then well, yeah, and then you know, I remember. Like, like it was yesterday, us tuning that butterfly right there on the steps at the at the shop. Yes. Oh, yep. And I thought, like, I would have thought that was your first airplane, but that wasn't. No, it was that Corsair, and I'd completely yeah. forgotten about that. See, you know where I learned how to fly. I I wound up buying from that shop. I bought the Phoenix uh, flight simulator. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the controller, and I went home and practiced and practiced on the computer. Yep. And then uh, with those foam planes that I had. I went out to fly them, and I couldn't wait. 
And once I got it in the air, I couldn't wait to get it on the ground. Like <laughs> yeah. the guys are going, no, don't land it. Don't land it. Fly it. And I said, I don't want to see if I can land it. Yeah. You know? And Yep. Yeah. For me, it's still more fun, I think, to just take off and land than it is to fly around. Yeah. Because landings can be beautiful if done right. Right. And they are very... It just makes you feel good about it yourself. When it, it, comes it absolutely down does, and, and, the, and that's like one of the things I like to do the most is just take off and land, touch and, and goes, touch yeah. and goes. It's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, but the planes, all planes are different, though. I yep. mean, some of them, you know, will float in. Some mm-hmm. of them, you got to fly them in. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and you've learned that over the years. Yes, you've developed a pretty good technique. You know, you fly them all the way down to the runway. Yeah. Which is a great technique instead of chopping the throttle and letting them yeah, float down and get about down. five or six stop. landings on the. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bounces. Yeah. yeah. So I, I mentioned that if I could go back in time, I would, I've started you off on a, you know, on a different path, so to speak. If you knew, like, if you could go back 10 years, you know, when you first got in, knowing everything about the <laughs> hobby that you know now, would you have done anything differently? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I love it. I, yeah. I really enjoy flying and, and, uh, yeah. And a lot of people are like, man, isn't that expensive? Not really, not once you learn how to fly. It, yeah. You it know? doesn't well, have to be. 107 airplanes. I mean, though, you, that... you, well, but I mean, like, you don't have to go out and buy 107 That's true. airplanes. That's you know? true. Yeah. You, you can enjoy the hobby. Yes. Um, with for one. much for much less than that. Yeah. If you have one airplane and a couple of batteries or nitro fuel, whatever, yeah, you can <laughs> you can very easily do it. Um, but speaking of batteries, do you know how many batteries you have? Oh man, no. <laughs> but but I can't imagine. Yeah, Tom knows well, a but, lot about the batteries. Uh, honestly, though, Bob doesn't have like a lot of electric airplanes. I mean, he's got a few, but oh, I know. But, but I've by seen, and large, yeah, his his collection is gas or nitro. But I've still seen like the ammo cans of batteries he brings to the field when he comes out <laughs> for a day, and that puts yeah. me to shame when he just brings <laughs> like one airplane that's electric to fly, and then the rest are nitro or gas. Well, he likes to fly, so he, he flies a lot. Flies so, a lot more than I do. He, he, well, both of us put together, probably. Mm-hmm. And he's got more planes than both of us put together. Oh, well, yeah. So huh. um, if you had known, Bob, that you were going to have... Well, let me ask Let me ask that in a different way. Did you think that when you started in the hobby, you would end up at a point where you'd have this many airplanes? No. No. Yeah, that seems to be the, the overwhelming response from yeah. anybody we ask that question to. Well, I, I had a little help with that, you know, because... <laughs> In my job, you know, in the wintertime, I push snow and stuff, and I became friends with Paul at the hobby shop, mm-hmm. and uh, I would I would take in-store credit for clearing the lot, mm-hmm. you know. And, yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. I would, that way, and then they had the eBay part, and a friend of mine worked in the eBay, and he's like, hey, Bob, got some planes here. You got to come and check them out, mm-hmm. and, you know. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. See, yeah. it's all about how you know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. and you know, a follow up to that question though that we never we never extrapolated out. So, where we were ten years ago to now, where do we think we'll be in ten mm. years from now? Oh man, yeah. Well, what do you think of that, Bob? I have no room to put in any. I mean, two hundred and fourteen. Oh, no, <laughs> that's scary. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't that sort of it, logically it follow? To, I mean, one hundred and seven yeah. at ten years should be two hundred fourteen at, at twenty years. years. Yeah. That's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot of them. <laughs> So Bob, without you know, without divulging too much information, where do you store all these airplanes? Uh, a lot of them at home. Yeah, I'm, 
uh, I like to keep them in the controlled environment where you mm -hmm. can control the temperature so it, it doesn't mess with the ball, sir. It doesn't mess with the covering. Okay. Or yeah. I like it to look nice when I get it to the field, you know, and I, mm -hmm. I, I see those planes that no one takes out there, and I was like, I want that one, you know, and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just, just, just trying to take care of them, you know. I, I know you get that many planes, you get hangar rash, and, man, that, that hurts. Yeah, it Just does. moving around them where you've dent something or you've yes. – uh, Tom, you fixed We've a few. all done it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've we all have. Put a, you know, put a propeller tip through a piece of covering in the wing. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've all, we've all done that. Crushed and that's, a turtle deck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or had someone crush a turtle deck for you. Now, see, that's what got me to get the trailer because I was hauling a, I had the 50cc in the back of my truck. I had my flight box back there and I had, I went to turn and my flight box fell over and poked a hole in my plane. It's like, oh no, man, I yeah. can't yeah, have that. No, I got to do something different. Yep. No, I so a 20 foot trailer comes to mind. I mean, yeah. that's, that's awesome. That's, that's maybe well, a little when jealous. You have, when you have big airplanes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. It requires, a, requires a big trailer. Yeah. I mean, so you obviously, you, you fly with the club. You know, we talked about the club, right. same club that we fly at, mm -hmm. um, which is nice, but you also fly other locations, mostly the foamies and uh, just, you, and yeah. you fly with Reggie, yeah, which is always yeah. entertaining to, to, <laughs> very, to us very. because you always, well, I shouldn't say too much because Reggie might be listening, <laughs> well, but I, occasionally we get gouge. Or we get information on stuff before Reggie is willing to divulge, divulge it to us, which yeah. I appreciate. Yeah. I do too. <laughs> I don't know how to word that more nicely, but um, there's been a few things, you're right, Reggie has not told us that we have found out about from other sources. Yeah. We appreciate that. But, yeah. So what's it like? So obviously we don't get to fly with Reggie as often as you do. What is, what is a typical day of flying with Reggie out at the church? What is that like? Hey Bob, you only brought one plane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, maybe. so Reggie takes you know eighteen airplanes with him every uh -huh. time he flies. Yeah, he sets up. I might be exaggerating a little bit. But. Yeah, he sets up and kind of looks like Capital Airport around yeah. his truck. Yeah. yeah. Well, he means yeah. business. Like yeah. when he goes to fly, yes. he wants to fly everything he has. Which, by the way, so I set a goal for myself for this summer. I want to fly every airplane I have that's ready to fly or that can be flown at least once. And Ron, I think, was kind of waffling on that. He thought maybe... The, Reggie said he would. He, he was going to try that as well. And we know what Reggie's number is. We've, we had him on the show. With a number like yours, do you think that would be a something that you'd be able to do in the no, summertime? No. No. <laughs> I would like to... I, would, I thought about that when I heard you say that. I would like to be able to fly the ones I haven't flown yet. And I've flown most of them. Yeah. No, I think that's, you know? a, I think that's a reasonable goal. But then, then you know as well as I do, there's the ones that you really like and you like how they fly. And it's like, you know, it's like, well, that one, that's going to that go. One. We're going to take maybe one of these other ones that I haven't flown. And Yeah. You know, we had the breakfast last year and uh, that 80, 80 cc, I got out there early out of the field and uh, I put everything together and something didn't seem right. And you're one of the about, guys. You're talking about the Challenger. The, yes, the smaller yeah. one. Yep. Yeah, okay. the ADCC. And mm -hmm. one of the guys was like, go ahead and fly. And I was like, oh, I just don't feel good about it. So keeping that in mind, you know, if you don't feel comfortable, don't do it. Don't let other people talk you into doing it. Yeah. Because that's when usually something happens. Well, yeah. he left and went down to the breakfast, and I went through it, and I figured out what was wrong. And I flew it just with me and my grandson there, and it was beautiful. Uh, yeah. They all watched from the breakfast place, and mm -hmm. it was awesome. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. 
I mean, how, how many times have, I mean, let's be honest, how many times have we pushed Reggie? Hey, Reggie, you should yeah. have really, I mean, yeah. good friends, yeah, we probably shouldn't do that, but he, we rip each other. It's he okay. caves. I mean, he, mm-hmm. sometimes he, he takes that chance and yeah. um, shame on us for provoking him. But at the same time, you know, if you're not comfortable flying it, don't fly it. Right. You know, figure figure out what's going well, on first. We, we was out the field one day, and it was pretty windy. And uh, I had the Valiant out there, and he had one of his planes. And he's like, hey, hey, let, let's let's fly. And, you know, are you going to take that up? And I was like, well, I don't know, man. It's pretty windy. So I got it out on the runway, and the wind was blowing the back end around. And I, you know, the rudder, I, could, I was like, nope, not flying it. You know, and mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of stuff happen to where, you know, guys <laughs> mess up planes because you got guys in the background going, hey, go ahead, take it up, take it up, you know, and. Yep. Yep. And you and you got to do a flight check on everything. You got to check if your ailerons are hooked up, if you're right. going the right way, or <laughs> yeah. Yep. Ron, you know. Ron and I preach that all the time. Yes, pre-flight, pre-flight, pre-flight. Yes. Yeah. And and check your battery. Check the load on your battery. Yep. You know, checking your battery may not be enough. You put a load on it, and that's right. Absolutely. Yeah. If they zero out pretty quick, then you know it's not. Yep. It's not, not a good thing to fly. Yep. With. It's not worth flying with if the battery's not uh, not right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so. The next question, do you fly with a, do you have a certain group of people that you like to fly with? For you, yeah. it's it's mostly whoever happens to be at the field when you're flying, because mm-hmm. you fly a lot. Yeah. Which, so, I mean, do you have a, a certain group of people that you prefer to fly with? Or, yeah. And you don't have to. Like mention. these guys right here with me. <laughs> you know? But, but yeah, no, honestly. It's more I, fun. Yeah. yeah. But we don't make it out as often as we should. Right. But right. when you're out there with all these guys, the best thing to do is stand back and watch them, you know, yeah. and you'll see who you want to fly with. Like, exactly. I know, and I want to pull my airplane back because this guy's got, you know, he's a little shaky on his landings. and Right, sure. You know. And I think, I think you know, when, when you fly with someone that you're familiar flying with, then there's a certain amount of trust and that sort of puts everybody at ease. So, you know, you can be working on your plane in the pit and not have to worry about right. watching the skies to make sure, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Something's not coming your so, way. So, yeah, um, I think that's, you know, getting getting a group of friends that you're comfortable flying with, I think promotes more flying. Oh, I if agree. That, yeah. If that yeah. makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I think the best thing to do is is kind of watch and see who you want to fly with and who you don't. I mean, yeah. that's there's some when I you know the butterfly for example. You know, when I first went out there, when I first started flying, uh, one of the guys had one just like it, and I watched him fly, and I was like, wow, this guy can help me trim this, you know. And he's like, uh, I was like, hey, you want can you fly this? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I can fly that. And I I said, uh, would you fly it? And he said, you sure? And I said, yeah. So he takes off and flies right into the pole out there. Oh my gosh! <laughs> He's like, man, it's not even a kit no more. But no, he just he destroyed the wings, and Tommy helped me get another set of wings on it. Yeah, yeah. Bob's always good about having other people fly his airplanes. Like he will offer it to. Oh, he's very generous. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you are I, too, though. I mean, to me anyway. You're, you're, it depends on the person. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, but yeah. I. Yeah, I don't know. I it's don't weird. Like I always airplanes. offer. Uh, there must be something wrong with my airplanes. Why? Because I offer my <laughs> airplanes to you guys to fly all the time, and you, none, nobody ever flies them. Well, of course not. Hmm. Why? I don't fly other people's airplanes. Yeah, I, I, no, I tell you what. My, my grandson, him and I, we flew 
you know, it was the whole idea of getting into it. And uh, he had one of the guys out there give him a, a plane. Well, I was, he was like, Grandpa, Grandpa, let's fly this. You know, get it in the air. And and uh, I I was like, okay, okay. So I, you know, trying to get my stuff and do his stuff for him. And and I didn't do a f- flight check, not like I should have. Yeah. 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 So uh put the battery in there, and it was somebody launched it, and uh, the elevator was backwards. So when oh. I took off, I slammed it into the ground. He's standing there crying. He's like, what would you do that for? And I was like, that was the last <laughs> time I flew anybody's plane. Oh, He's yeah. like, nope, don't want to fly your plane. I got you. Yeah, okay. I understand even if, that. Even if you see, like, let's take, for example, my yellow stick, which you flew before you gave it to me. And then I've flown it for a couple of years, three or four years now. Fly great. It flies awesome, but you still won't fly it even when I offer it to you. Well, that's your plane. But you offer your planes all the time to me. So why is that Why is that different? I don't understand. It's an unfair <laughs> double standard that I completely understand. Yeah. yeah so. Like I get it. If you're comfortable flying like somebody I want else. someone else to, to experience how great this airplane flies. It's not about yeah. There's been times when anybody or anything like that. It's just, man, I'm having such a good time flying this. Bob, check this out. Yeah. Check how much fun mm-hmm. this is. But he, you won't fly. Just like this flat plane, Tommy is like, he took it up. He goes, oh man, this flies great. It's like here, you want to fly it? I was like, no, go ahead, you're good. I'm filming, you know. And I got I got heckled about that, you know, from Reggie. Mm-hmm. Oh, you of know? course, yeah. And that is a good <laughs> flying airplane. And that's your plane, even. Yeah, yeah. that wasn't oh, Tommy's yeah. plane. Not that mine was, at all. Yeah. Like I don't even think I had any skin in the game. Like I don't. Did I even work on it up to that point? I don't think I did. I think you just had yeah, showed I, up and. Yeah, you helped me with you helped me with the putting oh, the receiver I? and lining oh. everything out. Oh, and, anyway, but I, I've taken it a, a few times by myself. And, yeah, you've and, flown it now. Yeah, and it is a great flying airplane. Yeah, hopefully, someday. I end up with that airplane. I'm just saying. All right, so <laughs> let's move on to something else. Um, do you have Do you have a favorite crash story that you like to tell? Well, like we all have our favorite, you know, whatever the scenario is. Do you have a favorite story? Well, like I, I, a crash story of your own, yeah. not of watching Reggie yeah, crash. Not of, we, all, yeah. we all, <laughs> well, we all I, have one of those too. But yeah, Reggie, it, I am it so goes sorry. back to when I, I first apologize. started. Okay. You know, it was a, a 50cc plane, and it was, uh, like I said, I was going out to the field every morning before I'd go to work, and I would swing by and pick one of my employees, and he'd go out there with me. And uh, I'd gotten this plane. It was like one of my first big planes, and uh, I, I didn't check. I checked the battery, but I didn't put a load on the battery. Mm, okay. You know, and it was, I think it was a LiPo battery maybe. Okay. And I got the plane started and, and uh, you know where our pits are there and mm-hmm. the tree line is at the mm-hmm. west end of the field. Yep. I started it up and checked everything looked good and I took off and it was so nice. And then it's like, oh, I haven't got anything. What's oh, going on? No. And it just went and went and went. And I had to get in my truck and drive to the other end of the field. It was on the, on the other side of the tree line. Yeah. Oh that's, my gosh. So that's a... That's, that's a three half quarters a mile. mile. Yeah. 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 Or more. Yeah. Half to it's, three quarters, maybe. There. Yeah. That's a good, wow, that good way away. Ways. Yeah. So the battery, the battery. Yep. Yeah. Which, ironically enough, half to three quarters of a mile away is how far Reggie flies his 40 size planes. And that was, that was like, <laughs> that, that was like one of the ones that really, you know, really kind of hurt my feelings, you know. I'm, sure. I didn't, I didn't share that with nobody, you know. I was like, yeah. you know. Yeah. But then yeah. I had out at the field, it probably was last year, a couple years ago, I got another guy that I fly with and, he called me up and said, hey, you want to go flying? I was like, well, it's pretty windy out. And he goes, oh, come on, you chicken. And I was like, no, I'll meet you out there. So we went out there and, and <laughs> here we go. And I had the so corn. It's... The corn was up, you know. So mm-hmm. and the corn really, there's a lot of turbulence over the top of the corn. That, yep. And I thought I had plenty of ground speed and I was moving along. And I got up right at the corn that slammed it down on the ground. He's like, I don't think I would have done that. 
And I was like, why didn't you tell me before I yeah. took off? Yeah, no kidding. You know? Aren't you the one that told me to come out here and yeah. fly? And then he flew Son one time. He's like, oh, I'm done. I'm, I'm not flying anymore. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's the problem with the corn out there is when it gets high, you get mm-hmm. you really get an, uh, a feeling of oh, there's not a lot of wind here, even right. though a little higher, yes. ten feet in the air there is. Yes. Yeah, and it's just I don't know, false it, sense of security thinking you're okay, yeah. but you're really not. Yeah, yeah, it rolls across the top of the and corn, then, yeah. and then just like yeah, Bob's saying, even like so yeah, you're protected in between the the stands of corn, mm-hmm. and like you said, you, know, you get above the corn, but then there's that like transition zone where the where the wind is coming over the top of the corn and then it dives down and creates mm-hmm. these weird eddy yeah, currents right across the yeah. runway that you just can't see them and yeah if it's a windy day and the corn is up i unless the wind is right out of the west right. or, or east yes uh, right down the runway then you're usually pretty okay but if there's any kind of a cornering yeah. or crosswind i well i remember the time i I don't remember, Bob, you might have been out there with us, too, when we had the the little cyclone thing that just came out of nowhere. Yes, I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. you could just watch it come across yep. the corn, and then you could see exactly where it went across because it was picking up some leaves and stuff mm-hmm. coming across the field and went right behind us. And it's like, yeah. what, where did that come from? Yeah. Like those weird currents that you know, come odd. across the corn. So. Glad I wasn't flying through that. Yeah. So this next question, I know the answer to this one, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Do you like going to swap meets, Bob? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Like who yeah, doesn't? Do. Right. Yeah. Like if exactly. you're into RC airplanes and you don't enjoy going to swap meets, well, you're silly. Yeah. There's well, something wrong with you. The swap meets are so much fun, and not just because you can buy stuff, but just to, like, if you've been in the hobby a while, you can kind of reminisce when you see something older, mm-hmm. or you see something that hasn't been available for a while. Or if you haven't been in the hobby, you can see things that you didn't even know were out there. Yeah, that too. Like yeah. that's that's kind of what I like. Yeah. And a good practice. If you see something there that you like, you better get it because you, you, you go by and you think, man, that looks nice. That looks nice. And you go by two or three times before you know it, it's gone. Yeah, that's see, where Tommy and I are completely yeah, opposite. I, yeah, I, Ron and I differ on that. See, I'm, I'm a weight kind of a guy because let's be honest, like I don't have 107 airplanes, but I've got enough. Like three or four. Like I don't need hmm. another airplane, right? Like not really. So if I see an airplane I like, it's like, well, you know, I'll let this one. If it's still here, you know, when I leave, then maybe it was meant to be. I don't get it. I don't like feel that need to get it before. See, I think that's the difference. Like Bob and I are probably closer in the fact that when we see that, Mm -hmm. we've both been bitten in the long run Mm -hmm. where if we've waited too long, it's gone. So you buy it now. See, but that's what I'm saying. Like Like you fall in love at first sight. Okay. I see. Well. And it's like, I mean, that is awesome. I want it. Now, the Dave Patrick uh, mm-hmm. Ultimate, you know, I looked at that. I was like, yeah, that's really nice. That's really nice. But the longer I waited and everybody kept on passing it up. And then my buddy was like, hey, are you going to get that? That's and nice. And the price kept getting lower. Lo- exactly. Yeah. It, it got I down mean, there. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you got a really good, like, I love that airplane. Yeah. And we ran that one yes. at, the, at the warehouse. and. Man, what a good-looking airplane that is. <laughs> it's a biplane, by the way. Yeah, yeah one of like 25, <laughs> I don't know. Bob, do you prefer building and tinkering, or do you prefer fly? Like, which of the two do you enjoy more? Well, I don't, I don't mind a little bit of covering, but as far as gets, getting into, you know, a little bit of covering, fixing, you know, making it look clean and nice, I'm not, you know, I'm a contractor, you know, so I want to leave that at work. But the no, building part, yeah. you know, I can do a little patch or what have you. Or, sure. You know, I just want to take it to the field and I want it to look nice. Yep. So you prefer, you, like of the two, you would prefer to fly yes. than to build. Yeah. Yep. 
So well, any, any interest in like building a kit or, or anything like that? No, sometime? Uh, no, not the patience. I mean, it's, yeah. And then with, uh, where am I going to do it at? <laughs> yeah. well, I, no, that's I, a really, I that's a it. really good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. But, okay. but you know, table. You, I've yeah. <laughs> and I, I know, I know, uh, uh, when you build, like Tom does, or you do, you know, you, you've got stuff. Is it isn't, Nothing's going to happen real quick. Yeah. You're going to work on something for a while. There's only so much you can do, and you yeah. gotta you got to wait and wait and wait, and that's hard for me. Yeah. Well, I get that. I do, too. Yeah. There, that's could, why I usually work on more than one thing at a time. Yeah. And I've noticed as I've gotten older, I've gotten more patient. Some people, it, it's the opposite. They're patient when they're young, but then when they get older, they become less patient. So when I was uh, a noob... Is that the proper term? I guess. Uh, and the hobby. Way back when. I didn't like to build either. Like I, I couldn't stand sitting there waiting for something because I just wanted to go fly it, right? Yeah. Um, but as I've gotten older, you know, it's, it's kind of gone the other way. I actually prefer to to build rather than fly. I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't like flying. I'm just saying um, it's, but it's it's weird how that changes over time. Maybe that'll change for you, Bob. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I, I've seen you do, you helped me with some of my stuff and I, I kind of, I tried to watch closely <laughs> and just like those wires on that pitch, you know, yeah. I was, I was going to take them to you and have them, I was like, I, I can probably do yeah, this. Yeah, you can do and, that. And right. I did. And it turned out really nice. Yeah, it turned out mm-hmm. really nice. So, see, there you go. Yeah. So you're, I'll turn you into a builder yet. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly. It's do you, okay. Uh, do you prefer balsa planes or foam planes? Balsa. Oh, that a boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That yeah. almost didn't well, need to be asked. Well, I, I mean, but you know, I knew okay. the answer to that too. Uh, but. but you know, the batteries too. That's that's another whole story, you know. Because when you got the phone uh, in a balsa plane, when you run out of fuel, you got enough airspeed, you can bring that baby down. When you're in a phone plane, your battery goes out. It's going to come down its own, and it won't be the same. Yeah, it depends on the on the type of airplane it is. You still have a little bit of glide time with some of them, but that's why you set a timer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you don't have to worry about that. Um, which, like I said, with, with battery, it's it's cool because you know how long it's going to last, and you don't have mm-hmm. to worry about it dying. Whereas with nitro, you know that dirty old nitro, you do. Well, unless you know, unless a cell goes dead unexpectedly, and then you have. How you know, often enough. does that happen? Well, it happens. Not often at all. But it happens. Well, but then you... it's a spectacular fireball that comes down. <laughs> <Yeah. and it's... laughs> but then when you got a good tuner at the field, see, you know, you don't have to worry about that. He's but a... is he a good tuner though? I mean, because I feel like I've seen a lot yeah. of dead sticks with yeah. with Tommy flying. Oh, no, so. that's true. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> On his own planes. <laughs> yeah. But on, on mine, mm-hmm. what? Which one? I'm You're talking about the what, Telemaster? No, that I'm was try, that's a no, no, no. I understand that was one. I was trying to think. There's what? Oh, maybe that was one of uh, Reggie's airplanes. You were flying. <laughs> I don't. Remember. I've seen you dead stick one like several times in a row. Well, I did stick that new one of mine. The one I got at the Swami, the little yellow one. Maybe that's the one I'm. Th- was that more than once though? No. I only flew it the once. Oh, okay. Because it dead sticked on me. <laughs> so I didn't fly it again. I didn't feel like tinkering with it the rest of the day because huh. I was mad at it. Did you get that right. fixed yet? No. No. Oh. So, Bob, nitro, gasoline, or electric? What's your preference? Do you have one? Gasoline. You like the gasoline? Yes. Okay. See, I like there the gas. you go. Yeah. That's great. No, oh, I like yeah. I like the gasoline stuff, too. It's just yeah. unfortunate. It's, it's Down in the 40 size, they don't make a gasser that's really reliable yet right. and easier to run down in that size. But as soon as they do... Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be gas for me yeah. too eventually. I'm you sure. Think, the bigger planes. Think, I, I like the motor. The the actual uh, the, the glow sound. planes are nice. Yep. I mean, but the you know you can't beat a, the sound. A real spark yeah. plug right? and all right. that exactly. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you know the gasoline. It's less mess, obviously. So and a lot cheaper. 
Well, I don't know. These <laughs> days, the price yeah, of gas is still a lot cheaper. Yeah. We don't. Even, we don't even know what nitro is right now. Not right now. We don't. I I'm bought. afraid to look, honestly. But luckily, I kind of stocked up on nitro when uh, when it was still reasonable. When it was so. still thirty five a gallon. <laughs> no, thirty two. Well, no, I bought that uh, YS uh, 2020 blend, which I can run in all my Sados also uh, down at the hobby shop in St. Louis that uh, time. I remember I bought like four gallons. Oh, I wasn't with you on that one. I forgot. No, no, uh, But how much was that, though? I want to say it was like 29. I think I paid 29 for it. Okay. Which is not great. No, not for a gallon. But anyway. That's okay. So, Bob, of your airplanes, um, I think I know the answer to this one, too, but so, do you like tricycle type landing gear or or tail draggers, or no gear, or no gear, tail draggers, tail draggers? Yes, yeah, there's just something about a tail dragger, you know, it's classic, yeah, conventional. There seems to be a lot cooler airplanes that are tail draggers than there are, you know, tricycle well, or standard gear. But also, you know, the tricycle tricycle gear is okay, but you know, when you when you're flying, you know that. That elevator, you got to get good ground speed to take off. That tail's going to come up. You need to keep it on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then you just know when to take it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, the tricycle adds complexity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because now you got to have the steerable nose mm-hmm. wheels. So you have to have a push rod off your rudder server or a separate server. I mean, just it adds extra weight. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just do away with the nose gear and put a tail, you know, a tail wheel on it and call it good. I don't blame you. So. Yeah, most of mine are, are tail draggers. Yep. Bob, do you have a favorite airplane? Yeah, I learned that you don't have favorites. <laughs> <laughs> all, all of them are my favorites, but, you know. It's like when you ask yeah. about your kids. Do you have a favorite kid? Really, They're we all, all do. They're all my favorite, yes. yes. But you don't want to say it to hurt yeah. their okay, other Okay, so how about feelings. this? Do you have an airplane that, that's like your go-to? Like when you when you only have a few minutes to prepare or or, or you know you're going to go fly the next day or whatever, and do you have an airplane that you it's just all reliable? Yeah, it was a stick that you built for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which one is that? It's the it's the sixty size Great uh-huh. Plains Big Stick sixty. Oh, yeah. okay, the, I remember that. The one. ARF version, yeah. yeah. Which we're gonna we're gonna see if we can find you another one, but uh, yeah, I I get that because man, sticks fly awesome. Yes, I mean they are, they do. I've still never flown one. Well, you've got. I'm working on it. Give me time. <laughs> Well, you could have if you just fly mine. I won't do I that. Offer it to you. Gosh darn it! Moving on, Bob. Do you got anything you're working on right now? Uh, no, I, I, I've, I've got a the OS uh, profile on the S box that mm. keeps on blowing the muffler off. Yep. I, I haven't figured out why that is. Yep, we're uh, gonna we're gonna figure that out. So that's that's about everything else. I think I've got it under control. I've uh, the. <laughs> Spitfire that we ran and we couldn't get anything out high end. I I hope I've got that figured out to where you could help me tune the high end to see. Yeah. You know. Yep. Yeah, I, re- I remember. Um, what you What did you find on that? I forgot. Well, when I went to change the fuel tubes in That's the right. tank, I, I pulled remember. the tube. I was going to pull the pull the gas line off the outside, and the the tube come apart come like off. it was uh, probably could have been sucking air from the plastic tube. Yeah, it wasn't a tight connection on the on the line going into the tank. I remember now. Yep. Yeah. So if you fix that, I bet that uh, fixes that, and then that'll be an easy. Yeah, I've got a few of them that that I want to run that that pits that I just got, and okay. we ran one of them, but yeah. to run the other one and and the 
Spitfire and cool. Hmm. So, I mean, I'm not going to issue the challenge, right? I'm not going to try to say, hey, you should fly everything you have this summer that's flyable. But do you have any like any plans or or any kind of goals for the for the next flying season? Yeah, I want to try to fly. I want to try to fly my big one, the big, you know, the the guy I bought it from. He built both the Challengers, and he was like, you know, fly the small one first. So I did that, and I did a fine job. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty much saying that you can fly the small one. Yeah, you're good one to that, go. Yeah, yeah the yeah, bigger good. one. Yeah. Yep. So that's that. That would be one goal for this summer then to yeah. fly the big, the big challenger. I'll have to have one of you guys come by and help me get it out of my house. But, <laughs> yeah. We'd be happy to. Yeah, so absolutely. The, yeah. the bigger they are, we've said this before. The easier they fly. Oh yes. But the harder it is to fly them because you just you just don't want to see anything happen to them. Oh, because you're nervous. Yeah. I yeah. Get like mentally, that, mentally difficult to fly as opposed yeah, to yeah. how hard it actually is. Well, to there fly. you go back to checking everything. Check everything. Battery, exactly right? Uh, you know, everything. It, it's still that unseen thing that has happened to all of us. That mm-hmm. no matter how much you check, something is going to happen, and that's the that's the part I don't like. Yeah. No, I get that. It, um, yeah. And the bigger they are. Um, the more spectacular the crash is. <laughs> so there's yeah. that. And the uh, more bags you need. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is true. Anyway, yep. well, anything else you guys want to talk about or we about ready to get out of here? Nope. Bob, do you want to give a shout out to anybody or anything like that before we uh, sign off? Uh, Sangamon Valley RC Flyers. I hope you're listening to it. There we go. <laughs> All right, there cool. You go. I, I, I am the safety guy this year, so no flying over the pits, uh, <laughs> no flying over the roads, yep. and we know who I'm talking about there. Uh-huh. Uh, All right, so there's your there's your uh, warning. Yeah. You know who we're talking to. Yeah. So no flying over the road, and yeah, don't fly over the pits. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, that's all I got. Yeah. All right, me too. Well, Bob, thanks for stopping by. Um, thanks for having fun. me. Uh, we'll yeah. have to do it again sometime. Yeah, Bob, yeah. thanks for, thanks for uh, agreeing to talk to us on the show. It's been fun. That's cool. Thank yep. you. All right, until next time, I'm Ron. I'm Tom. I'm Bob. Goodbye. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the RC Plane Lab podcast. For topic suggestions, to ask questions, or to give any feedback, connect with us at rcplanelab.com or email us direct at either ron at rcplanelab.com or tom at rcplanelab.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail at 818-351-9846. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, may your landings be gentle.